0: No doubt this dude has you thinking of the 2003 Gendi Tartut Clone Wars where we saw Dirge fight Obi-Wan Kenobi and his body kept regenerating. The dude with the tentacles, you guys remember? Well, that's because his species is a Gendai. This was a species that became like pillaging Vikings throughout the galaxy. They were insanely tall and could regenerate their body parts super fast. They were essentially a massive ball of tentacles that could heal and regenerate. Their suit wasn't actually for armor. It was used to keep their human form in place. Otherwise, they would just spill out and be a massive blob of spaghetti. So of course the most famous Gendai was Dirge, and we'll get to him in a bit, but for now I want to talk about Ravis, and he's a pretty important side boss in the game. And now that I've completed the game, I can give my full thoughts on it, and especially with the fact that I'm going to start on New Game Plus, Today, so we're going to be running through the whole game again in this masterful, insane difficulty of Jedi Grand Master. Apparently, there are some new moves for Ravis going forwards, as well as all the other villains and bosses that we have to fight. So this guy, as we saw, got his whole forearm chopped off by Cal and regrew it immediately, reattaching it no problem. However, in this video, I want to talk about Ravis a little bit and a lot of the insight. For his history and his information, his backstory, actually comes from the game's cinematic director, Dori Arazi, and lead writer Danny Homan, who have to say a few things. So let's get to their quotes and then we can talk more about Ravis and Dirge as well. It's pretty interesting stuff. So they had to say this, what makes the Gendai so interesting in my opinion, says Arazi, who is the game's cinematic director, says that In their own mind and their own world, they're very chivalrous. And this is one reason why I really like these dudes, is because they feel like they're old knights of Templar. They think like they're these old, courageous, and respectful knights to their kings. He continues and says they have a code they adhere to. It binds them to a certain code of honor for their conduct. It also binds them to their history and what's left of their people. So Ravis is not just this gruff grunt number seven who can take an army down. He's got a long past, he's seen a lot of history, he could be a thousand years old, he's seen empires rise and fall, He's seen the Jedi rise and fall, and he's seen the rise of the actual Empire itself. So he's got a lot of tragic history and a lot of depth that we try to explore. Holman agreed and added, There's a perspective to this species that's so long-lasting. Seeing the Republic turn into the Empire, and, you know, when we're thinking about Cal's journey and his own experience, any character he meets provides a new perspective on the Jedi and the Republic. And Ravis has seen it all. And so he knows, as any adversary might, the weaknesses of his enemies and how to exploit them. And for me, this is why I think Ravis and the species in general makes for such a compelling villain and boss, because not only are they powerful, they can regenerate, they have, you know, tentacle-like bodies and limbs, but they actually have seen so much of life, which makes them kind of like a vampire. And experience really plays a heavy role in fights and battles. Not only, of course, battle experience, but the history of an entire timeline. They have seen Jedi come and go, living for hundreds of years. And I think this really plays into his overall personality, fighting style, psychology, and arc. They continue and say there's something really charming about the juxtaposition between how Cal, as a Jedi takes his struggle with his history and the history of his people, or let's say his kind, versus how Ravis takes his history versus his kind. Cal has struggles and questions, and he tries to find his place while Ravis comes in very confident with who he is and what he is and why he's doing what he's doing. And that conflict is very sparky. It allows both of them to have a lot of reflection on who they are and where they're at and what they're doing. Homan continues and says, Ravis and the Gendai are a perfect example of this, where there's a lot of really interesting species in Star Wars history, but the Gendai are so interesting. They almost have this vampiric sense of time and place. And I think for Jedi Survivor, that's really important, because this game takes place during these dark times. The Rebellion is years and years away, and people feel lost. And so, other than the Empire, to find a character that feels sure of himself and his place in the galaxy is like a really interesting opportunity and it's by virtue of his species attributes being long-living and his fortitude but also kind of his I think his survival mentality you know it takes a lot to remain true to yourself through the ebb and fall of a civilization in the rise of an empire and he's been able to do that and I think that's such a cool opportunity to be able to play with a character whose species are such survivors I'd like to add to that because I think this also plays with General Grievous. You know, the ability to survive so many, first of all, mental hurdles as well as physical, not only helps you connect with the character, because we all go through those in life, but also makes them so much more interesting and tough, which, of course, if you're fighting them, makes them very dangerous, and if they're on your side, makes them a worthy adversary. And I feel like with Ravis, he's seen it all, so he kind of has this sort of hierarchical experience to him, and respect that has really been earned at this point. Arazi added from a visual perspective and a character-to-character perspective, Gendai are just fun because what do you do to them, right? Oh, I'm a powerful Jedi, I have a lightsaber, I'm going to slash you. It does nothing. The dialogue of the violent construct of this galaxy is completely different with his character. We're all heroes of our own story, and Ravis is the hero of his own story. He doesn't perceive himself as a bad guy. He's a chivalrous knight in his world, which is something you can respect in a time period where people are so uncertain of the next day, let alone the next year. He kind of walks through it confidently and proud, and there's just something really kind of mystical about that. Now one thing I noticed, and this is spoilers of course for the game, is he's very much like a old samurai. He was angry at the Jedi for not getting the death that he deserved, a respectful, honorable death. And at the end of the game, when he yielded to Cal, all he wanted was an honorable death. And I love that. I think, you know, that really adds to the character so much than just being, you know, one of the purge troopers or, you know, like a big bad dude number seven like was previously mentioned. Now, these species are a very long lived species with some individuals living for centuries like Ravis. Which brings us to one of the most well-known Gendai in Star Wars, who was the bounty hunter Dirge. And he played a pretty big role in the Clone Wars. He stood over seven feet tall with a very muscular build and multiple arms. He was of course hired by Dooku, the Confederacy of Independent Systems, to fight against the Galactic Republic, and was considered one of the most skilled bounty hunters in the galaxy. And it wasn't just his size or his ability to fight, but the fact that he could heal all of his limbs, anything he wanted, at any point in time, pretty much immediately. Like, I mean, how do you defeat someone like that? Unless, you know, you really slash their head, which is going to be a very difficult thing to do if they have all those abilities. Not to mention, he had a Variety of weapons and tactics to take down his enemies the other cool thing about them Which I'm hoping they can add in for Jedi survivor number three or fallen order three whatever They're gonna call it is that if they add more of the Gendai species They can with different variations because the species themselves actually have different variations you now skin color number of fingers other physical attributes and features so I'm wondering if there could be some Gendai out there That's just absolutely monstrous Maybe one that grows horns, has some sort of a mutation on him. I think it's the fact that the Gendai have such honor and know how to keep their word and fulfill contracts once they have agreed to them, which makes them such an interesting, respectable, and dangerous opponent. And I think we all felt this with Ravis, was that he wasn't just doing a job, he was doing this for his honor, which for him was everything. It's unfortunate that they're such a rare and exotic species in Star Wars. I would really like to see more of them, and especially in live action. I hope you guys enjoyed this video about Ravis and the Gendai. I'll have a video about Dirge and maybe some top 10 facts or something like that for you guys. As always, leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it, and I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.